Assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome to the Safi Bros podcast. Uh, I'd like to welcome Dr. Omar Barini. Thanks for having me. Amazing brother who is a surgical podiatrist. Correct. Um, has been in the game for how many years so far, Doc? Uh, looking at uh, feet for about 20 years now. <laughs> Operating on them for about uh, seven now. Inshallah. So today, inshallah, we're going to be having a discussion uh, about success stories. And um, thank you for coming down today. It's a pleasure. Thanks for appreciate having me. Appreciate coming down and uh, appreciate all the efforts that uh, you put into the community. Zakallah khair. Starting with Bismillah. Uh, I'd like to ask a few questions uh, in regards to your success. And um, I'd like to share with us uh, some of uh, your trials and tribulations throughout your time, maybe mm. studying or throughout your journey, being uh, focused on becoming a doctor. Inshallah. Yeah. So, I'd like you to share with us a story about uh, some challenges you faced within, uh, you know, your younger years. Uh, but before that, the, before that, I think we should ask why feet. I agree, hundred <laughs> percent. Why feet? Why feet? Yes. You got a fetish, doc? Is that what um, it's all about? No, but uh, I guess. Different strokes for different folks. <laughs> there are other parts of the body that uh, aren't as as enticing, and um, I guess the I actually studied the eyes first, believe it or not. Oh wow! Oh. Yeah, so it was at the same university. I wasn't uh, enjoying that uh, that course. Oh wow! I did finish it. Uh, I knew I could get a lot of credits for the new degree for the podiatry degree. And, uh, funnily enough, my brother's a, a lawyer. And I got an offer to do law and an internal offer to do podiatry. Uh, and I thought, which way am I going to go? And I knew there was a surgical pathway with podiatry. They've all had the focus of surgical. That was the reason I did podiatry. Otherwise, I would have gone to become a lawyer. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So. Why, 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 why surgical? I believe that in whatever you do in life, you want to be able to give it 100% and offer people the final solution to whatever you're giving them. Awesome. So if it wasn't surgical, you're, you're sort of doing half the job and then you've got to send them off to somebody else to finish it off. So mm-hmm. you want to be able to see them from start to well, end. Yeah. SubhanAllah. Yeah, so that's why. And uh, <laughs> obviously the, the, the stuff we'll get into a bit later on in relation to being able to uh, provide meaningful, meaningful uh, help to people in charity I thought that that would be a way of really, you know, helping. He's, even at the get-go? Mm, yeah, it was, oh, always, wow. it was always. When, when I, I set my interview for the surgical college, they asked the question as they do with, with any interview, why do you want to do this? And I said, I said, because I want to be able to go overseas and do provide charity uh, surgical care to people. Oh, wow. And one of the uh, surgeons on that panel afterwards came up to me and said to me, uh, without using profanities, that you're full of it. SubhanAllah. <laughs> uh, and I said to him, no, actually, I'm, I'm not. I said, from a financial point of view, I'm doing well as a podiatrist. I've got practices and it's not about the money. It's about being able to, for, to fulfill the dream. Wow. Yeah, so. It's amazing that why, you mm. know, if it's not from the get-go, mm. it, the, the, the whole journey can really go yeah, yeah, wrong. Yeah, it's... it's, it's uh, 
you see a lot of people come and go in this space. Everyone says they want to do, they want to become a surgeon. They want to, and you see them drop off very, very quickly if they're not really, if you don't have a passion for it and a real focus and goal to achieve what you want to achieve, you won't make it. Mm. And that's what I say to anybody, any, any young um, uh, clinician who says to me, oh, I'm thinking of wanting to, to do, undertake the surgical training. So well, if you don't have a passion, don't waste your time and your money because you're not, you're not going to get to the end of it. Because mm. there's a lot of lot of sacrifice that you you know blood, sweat, and tears, as they say, to get to the end. So, so get down to the cracks of it. What does success mean to you? Success is knowing that you've given a one hundred percent crack. So, knowing that you've tried your best to get to where you want to get to, even if you don't get to the end. Success is knowing that you've tried your hardest to get there, even if you don't reach it. So were you successful in, to- in optometry, for example? Uh, you say that as success. Um, yeah, well, yes, because I, I wanted to do it. Um, I got to the end of it and I worked. I did some casual work whilst I was studying. Um, in that sense, yes, there was a level of success there. Because though, you did your best. I, I did what I needed to do to get to the end. So I was successful in achieving that goal, even though it wasn't what I wanted to do ultimately in the end. Mm. Yeah, as opposed to saying, okay, well, I'm halfway through too, but two-thirds of the way through, I'm going to drop out now. Yeah, I committed to doing it. So, so you're a final destination kind of guy. You set your goals at the end of the goal. Yeah. And you know, even like you said, you didn't enjoy it or mm. it wasn't your sort of cup of tea. Yeah. You still finished finished that goal, and then you moved on to we another. Moved on to the other. We notice a lot of people that they see that that's not their pathway, and then mm. they go, "You know what? No, nah, uh, I'm going to stop." And just and then I guess it depends on on how uh, firmly invested you are in that pathway. Mm. So if you're a third of the way there, and you've got a, a clear new pathway. So I was halfway through my first degree and I, st- I didn't know what the next pathway really was going to be still at that stage. Mm-hmm. So I sort of figured it out in my, <clears throat> in my second last year. So um, I'm pretty firmly invested here. I know I can get credits uh, with the new degree if I finish this. and I'll be able to work and make some a good income whilst I'm studying the next degree. So you sort of got to weigh up everything. But, but the reality is that you wouldn't have been where you are today without doing... The first one. Hundred percent. That's that's that that is the yeah the part of that success. The reality yeah. is, if you hadn't, you'd probably be still in limbo. Yeah, you have to try things. You have to do your like you said, do your best. Yep, and leave the rest. As I say, better better to have tried and failed than to have never tried at all. 100%. So you try. You think you, you think that this is right for you at this point in time. If you think it's right for you and it it, it makes sense, you try it. Doesn't work, you try the next one. You just mm. got to keep knocking on doors until the right door opens up for you. Yeah. So it's just finding that door. Like even in our business, we see a lot of young people coming through. Um, one thing we're realizing lately is that they're not true to themselves and true to the employee or to to the person. Yeah, you know, they they really don't have any focus. Mm. And what's good at the time is that's all they'll take. Yeah, and if something comes a bit better, they'll just jump on. They'll that, jump. Yeah, which is which is frustrating because. In our experience, we, we, that's not success because yeah. you'll never you'll never be satisfied. Correct. You know what I mean. Um, There's so, always a better pathway. So, what, where yeah. would you touch base on that in in your in your in your pathway? What would you advise some of these young uh, people uh, going through? Try to be honest to yourself. If if you're if you're um, 
applying for a job and you know it's ultimately not what you want to be doing but it's part of the stepping stone, um, I think it's important to be honest with the person who's employing you that you know this is ultimately not – I don't see myself in this uh, field long term uh, but I'll, I'll give you my best whilst I'm here. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, if you do see yourself uh, as wanting to work in this particular industry, in the food industry in your case – be upfront with the people employing and saying, look, this is, this is the industry I want to be in and I, I want to reach your level of success. You know, I see, I look at you guys and you mm. guys have succeeded. Help me get there. Mm. Uh, that way you, I'm sure you guys will give me your all and they'll give you their all. Mm, 100%. Yeah, so it's, yeah. just, it's honesty always is the, is the, is yeah, the best. Yeah. yeah, but we just realised that uh, <laughs> that honesty is, is, is it's, it, in, in generation is just a uh, fevering way. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's being lost. It's, 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 it is, it is. Yeah. And, and I think of the failure to be true to yourself is the hardest thing. Like mm. A lot of a lot of the young guys are, they see an opportunity and they jump on it without really reconciling themselves and mm. knowing that now if I'm going to commit, this is going to be you know, a long-term thing. Yeah, right? that, that long-term, yeah. Doc, that, that long-term is just it's no a problem. It's like yourself, you know, four years, you know, you dedicated four years, you know. Uh, More, because you did. I, I did, I did, I did. Three years, four years, a master's degree and a six-year fellowship. So you're looking at about uh, 15 years all up. Wow. Yeah. Um, understanding and appreciating hard work is the thing that's missing in today's youth. People see the goals. They see, they see the, uh, the end. Yeah, okay. mm. They see Ahmed, they see you, they see you successful. They think they don't see all the hard work, the blood, sweat and tears that got you here. They don't see those first couple of years of you establishing yourself and, mm. and knocking on every single door that you could to get the contracts in, in uh, I'm guessing this is what happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, to get yeah. the contracts to, to <laughs> Don't leave a stone unturned. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you, 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 you burn yourself to build those relationships and to build those contacts. Now you can share those contacts with people because yeah. you've done the hard work, but, but they need to appreciate that those contacts don't come easily and the amount of blood, sweat and tears and – and sacrifice that you would have made in relation to your own families to get them is, 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 is the thing that they don't appreciate. Amen. And that's, that's the hardest thing is trying to get them to – because everyone's looking at instant things now on their – Gratification. On their, yeah. It's gratification. A, you know, they say, oh, well, look at this, success, 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 cars, fast cars, you know, holidays. The yachts. The, the, the yachts. The private jets. <laughs> And half of that stuff's garbage, as we all know. It's yeah, half yeah, of it's yeah. just put hired on. goods. Hired goods. You know. <laughs> um, but the ones that the ones that the, the ones that have succeeded, well, yeah. You know, let's look at Conor McGregor, for example. Everyone looks at Conor McGregor. He's got jets. He's got this. But how many years of 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 um, blood, sweat, and tears, and blood, sweat, and tears of, of of eating the dirt, so to speak? Yeah. But even then, I, you know, to some people, that's not real success. You know, you, you look at. Uh, mm. You know other other particular fighters like Muhammad Ali. Yep. You know what I mean. It's, you know they stood for something. Yep. You know what I mean. So yep. again, success in in many forms. Correct. To many people, and that's uh, on that journey. One thing that me and Ahmed, uh, being a Muslim, mm. you know, on that journey you get dragged left, yep. right, and center. So I would like you to share a story where, where Islamically you, your ethics and your values. Mm where they clashed with some certain things you might be doing in your career path. Can you give us a situation where that your growth in, in, in you know, in, in your industry that mm. you might have felt, okay, you know, I'm treading on, you know, which doesn't hold to my values. 
Look, I, I guess in my in my industry, you're when you when you when you're training, you're under supervisors, surgical supervisors. Um, you've got a fellow registrars, colleagues, um, who are all part of this process of education. And so, as part of that those processes, there are social events that you need to be a part of. And unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't really fit in with our with our uh, own religious and social norms. But you're forced you're forced into those situations because um, there are requirements for you to be at some of these events. Mm. Yeah, so conferences, for example. Um, yeah, and um, after conferences, there are often um, uh, events after the conferences that you need to be at. And so you do it, but you do it with with uh, trepidation um, and trying to ensure that you, you don't cross the lines. The so you're, you're, you're in circumstances that probably don't fit you, but you do it. And th- mm. that's part of the sacrifice that I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we had a similar story I think we could share probably – I think one of the biggest contracts we attended for was uh, the uh, international <laughs> rowing, the World Rowing Championships, Championships yeah. in in Victoria. Ballarat, yeah, it was in yeah. Ballarat. Yeah. And uh, Subhanallah, me and Ahmed, we we spoke to the tender, did the application, and we said spoke about that we couldn't tender for the alcohol side yeah. of the business, but yeah. the corporate catering, the event catering, the rest of it. Uh, you know, the, the, even the, even the sponsor catering, no problem, mm. easily done. Yep. And they said, look, we're, we're really looking for somebody to do the, the whole kiribulu. But the funny thing about it, we said, okay, they said, please tender anyway. We'll have a look at your application. Yep. And subhanAllah, me and Ahmed tended for it without the alcohol. And subhanAllah, we got knocked back. We mm. came, I think, runner up. Yeah, no, she said, look, uh, why don't you do alcohol? Because yeah, that's, she the, goes, that's, that's the best margin. Yeah. 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 That's your best margin. And, and, and we, we did. We did tell her that there is a person who does it. You know, mm. this yeah. is the recommendation from us. Uh, and it's sort of, I think it sort of put a guard up about it. Like, yeah. these guys, no, not right. You know, yeah. I think you are. So we didn't get it, and Subhanallah. Then she, yeah, a week before, week no, I think before the, the two, two, three weeks before the event, she she called us up and said, "Look, you know, the caterer that we gave the contract to, mm. um, and at that time in our business, that contract was was needed. It was yeah, important. yeah it was quite, it was quite a big contract. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, well, plus, we had a lot of other work too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it was important from a cash flow perspective too. And that's why I, I tell people as well. You know, the test when it comes. It doesn't come when you're comfortable. That's right. It, it comes when, you know, you really Times, need it, yeah. you know, where we're at, a crossroads, like, at a crossroads. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Allah Subhanahu is testing you mm. for your, you know, to see if your values really align. And yeah. SubhanAllah, three weeks before the event, she called us up. She goes, please, I'll do whatever. I'll do the alcohol yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. She goes, the caterer that we actually gave the contract to hasn't been answering my calls for the past three days. Yeah, right. And lo and behold, we did that in three weeks, mm. an international event. And and we rolled it out. Even council was happy. And subhanAllah, that opened up other Yeah, that, other that opened up some of the other doors for us to yep. manage yep. major events and other contracts. SubhanAllah. But it is. It's, again, you can see, like, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has got a pathway for us. And, yep. and alhamdulillah, we stuck to that pathway. We stuck to our morals and our, you know, uh, the way we do things. And and it's it's always sometimes, you know, if, you, if you're chasing the dollar, you get you get caught up. Correct. Because yeah, mm. you, you're willing to compromise. It's That's like, right. yeah, you know what? What's the big deal? It's one event, it's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's worth it. 100%. But, uh, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, I think uh, we all get challenged, I think. Uh, Absolutely. I think Absolutely. it would have it it been one of the hardest ones sort of to overcome, you know, especially when it comes to uh, the need to yeah. get the business going, thriving, etc. Yeah, being early on. Yes. yes. Alhamdulillah. 
Uh, I think moving on, um, Doctor, I think uh, I'd love to know about a story, like a a real story that um, really sort of stopped you in your tracks. Uh, One of the the hardship that you can look back and say, you know what, that story was the one that, you know, look, it just brought me down to to my knees and then I can I can say that you know overcoming that was a yeah. great sort of is there something that you you know you can share with us that really sort of stopped you your tracks like it, it sort of you know we all have those sort of times where you know it's like there's, there's no there's no way out of this and then mm. suddenly subhanallah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opens the way and and you know and then it sort of it strengthens you it it, it it gives you that strength in your own self to become a better version as well you know yeah um when I went to do my training in the UK, there were some issues around the visa. Um, so the hospital, there'd been a mix-up with the hospital, um, uh, our educational institution here. So the visa was never, after a few months, it was it was it had never really come through. But they said, come anyway and we'll sort it out when you get here. Oh, wow. Um, so when I got there, got to the hospital, uh, second day in, I get a, uh, the supervisor at the hospital who was in the process of getting me all my um, uh, accreditation um, badges, etc., gets an email from the HR saying, we want to see you at HR. So I went to HR and said, you're actually not allowed to be on the hospital grounds. You're, we haven't been able to, to organise, get the visa sorted. and it was just It was a mess for some reason. Wow. Because um, I was staying at the, on the hospital grounds as well. They said, you can't be on the hospital grounds. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was that bad. Oh, no. Um, so it was pretty – and my family was meant to be – because I'd taken a year off to go over. Um, so my family was, was going to be arriving the week after because I was going to rent a place and get everything organised before they got there. And then this, this curveball hits me in the face. I was like, geez, if I just – Homeless. I'm gonna, nowhere to stay. So no it was basically – Yeah, so um, – so the, the, the fellow at the hospital said to me, look, I, I don't know what to do now. Uh, I said, well, you've had, you've had six, we've had six months to get this sorted. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's passing the, the, the buck as to whose fault it was. Um, so I thought, what am I going to do now? I, I called the Department of Home Affairs. Couldn't get, I couldn't get answers. Um, so anyway, eventually I just thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go to the airport and just see if I can speak to somebody in immigration and uh, see if I can find someone there who can help us sort this issue out. Um, so I, I went to the, I got to the airport, picked up the um, the phone that speaks to people in, in immigration. I can't remember what, what the department was, something in immigration, and I got this lovely lady on the phone. I said, oh, look, this is the situation. They won't even let me observe. She goes, ah, oh, okay. She took my name, my number. She goes, no, I'm pretty sure the, the, the pathway is one, two, three, and four, even though it should have been sorted. Um, so she she took she took the, she basically just took the case on. She sorted it for me within a couple of days. And then, oh wow! And um, yeah, but I, I was I was really like I was feeling really desperate at that point. Was like I can't do my training, and then I'll be sent back to Australia. Then I'll be reprimanded here, even though it was the, the college's fault as well that I hadn't, hadn't organised it properly. And alhamdulillah, she picked it up and she 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 fixed it all and wow. the, all the rest was good. But, but I felt, uh, and I remember saying to myself, um, I remember saying to myself over and over again because I was really feeling 
Sometimes, uh, even in terms of getting justice, mm. when you think you've tried everything to get justice and, and, and it doesn't come, Allah throws it. Allah throws it right at you. It gives it to you. It gives it to you in the, in the most beautiful way. Yeah. Um, and mm. it's just it's a scenario I'm going through at the moment uh, where, I, where I was served injustice for a long, long time, me and a few uh, colleagues of mine. And justice is being served in the most extraordinary way. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully once it's all over, I'll, I'll, I'll share the story. Inshallah, but it's, 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 it's amazing. Well, it's, it's, it's true. Yeah. It's true. You've got to be patient. Yeah, we've got to be patient. Yeah, yes. in, yeah. in, in a way, we've been, we've been there. We, we've copped a few years of injustice. And yeah. subhanAllah, how yeah. you think yourself, you're never going to get out yeah. of this. You're in a whirlpool of yeah. disaster. Yeah. And then subhanAllah, you just come out of it like, a, as they say, a, a hair from a, <laughs> the hygiene, as we say, yeah. amazing. It's just you want it now. You want everybody wants yeah. their, their, their. I haven't done anything wrong. Yeah, now, 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 I've now, done now, everything now, right. Now. But sometimes you just gotta in Allah You just gotta be patient, persevere, pray to God, persevere. and you don't know when it's gonna be thrown your way. Yeah. And sometimes uh, the hikmah of when it's being thrown to you gives it to you in a, in a more just way than it would have been had it been served at the time. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I can totally agree with that. We just. It's it's amazing, like, you know, we went through a, a bit of a transition with our business where, when we first started, mm. you know, uh, you know, we were studying under a particular sheikh, and and <laughs> you know, our website looked like it was from the UK. So when mm. we first launched our website, our website looked like you know we could cater for a thousand people. Yeah, but really we couldn't cater for two yeah, yeah. at that time because it was just still fresh. Yeah, you know what I mean? Still, still making mistakes. And when 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 we were speaking to our sheikh about our website, he mm. said. You know, what are you doing? 
Mm. You know, is these your vans? Stock photos, you know. Stock photos. Not even our, the not even our yeah. staff. And he's like, you know, do you know that's lying? And yeah. we're like, no, that's business. Shop <laughs> 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 And we're like, he goes, no. He goes, none of them are your staff. None of the product is yours, <laughs> you know. And we're like, he goes, you need to go back and reflect. Yeah. And subhanAllah, me and Ahmed made the constant decision then that we wouldn't, we wouldn't lie mm. at, with what capacity and ability we had yeah. at the time. Yeah. So we played on words, for example. We put combined in mm. 10 years' experience. Yep. You know what I mean? Things yeah. like that, which, yeah. which is the truth. Truth, yeah. So, but subhanAllah, when we wrote the truth, well, uh, the floodgates opened. opened. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. Like the floodgates opened. The event, amount of events we started doing. It's like, yep. And you, you don't even like, but you can only recognize that later. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you think back and say, oh, last year, we were like doing nothing. And yeah. now what changed? And then you reflect and you go, ping, yep. there but, it is. But not only that, like I look back now, we're managing one of the largest events yeah. in Victoria. And we've wanted it for a long time. Mm. But Allah subhanahu wa knew we weren't ready for it. Yep. Yeah, 100%. And I, I think in that journey when you were talking about from justice to injustice, mm. we, we've, we've always felt that we were ready and, yeah. you, know, uh, you know, why weren't we looked at, why were our contracts yeah, rejected, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, maybe because, of, you know, of, of our names and, yeah. and because of our faith play and, you, play you know, victim, you, you yeah. play the victim mentality. But, <laughs> yeah. but you, you really, really come back to that if it's khair for you, Allah subhanahu yeah. wa would have given it to you then. Exactly. Yeah. But obviously it wasn't because you're not capable, uh, you don't have the, the manpower or yeah. the actual knowledge. Correct. You know what I mean? So, and, and then you look back and now, like you're saying, now you, you reap the rewards from, a, from, from seeing that. And the other thing is, you also got to check yourself because sometimes Allah doesn't give it to you because He knows that if you, if you've got it, you're going to become the most arrogant <laughs> yeah, 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 person. Yeah, it's going to yeah. wreck. It'll, it'll ruin you. Yeah, yeah. and there, like my dua is always constantly, Ya Rabbi, you know, give us what is good yeah. for us and what is yeah. khair for us, not you know what, what not what will destroy us. Because Correct. sometimes things that are, we think is good, it's not. It's not, and yeah. it could lead us to a destructive path. You know. Correct. Correct. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Um, going back to success. Yeah. Um, what would be the proudest moment sort of in your career path? What would that be? The proudest moment. Other than obviously making, you know, the usual things, making your parents proud and you know, they're the, the, the usual things. Um, I think that the, the proudest moment was taking the first team of surgeons to, like achieving that, that dream of being, actually physically being on a surgical mission and performing the first operation on uh, somebody in dire need. Oh wow! Yeah. Where was that? That's that's that, that was our first one was to Palestine. Mashallah. Yeah, be uh, to Janine. When was that? Two thousand and fourteen, I think it was. How so, many? How many docs? Uh, there was one, two, was three, four of us. All Muslim. Uh, yes. Oh wow! Yeah, all Muslim. Yeah. And how long were you there for? We were there for about 10 days. MashaAllah. Share, share some, some stories to us. Like how did you, again, again, it's a proud moment, you know. Again, it's. The, the, the sweetest moment, I'll tell you what the sweetest moment was. Getting up for Salat al-Fajr. This is before we went to Janine. The day we arrived, so Salat al-Fajr. Going and praying al-Fajr uh, at Majid al-Aqsa. And, and, and realizing that you've actually made it, you've actually done it. Yeah, you're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And because that was always the dream to go to Palestine, yeah, and, and and for that purpose, and 
when you get there and you see the Masjid Al-Aqsa, it's like having that realization that you've got these other these other doctors with you. You're here to do it. You've got the one of the most important structures in the world staring you in the face. It's just Amazing. well, like the tear you, you you cry profusely at that at that at that minute. Yeah, it's just it's an uncontrollable. It's oh. because it's it's something that you. Like you've, you've had that vision, yeah, undoubtedly yeah. you've had that vision, for, and now you, you were there time. within that vision right. that you've had for so many years. Yeah. You, you, you know, yeah. you, you know, you're there. It's, you're an, there. it's an amazing. It's thing. surreal. It's how, surreal. How long was that vision? How long did it take you before you got there? Twenty years. Wow, not many will have the patience to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty years. Twenty years before that vision came true. Yeah, yeah, it was always something I wanted to do. Inshallah. Yeah. But undoubtedly, that would have been extremely challenging. Like, uh, yeah. you would have been faced with some extreme challenges being there and oh, getting yeah. there. Yeah, and getting there. There's the roadblocks, the. the, the yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you can only imagine, like, the hardships. Yeah, we, 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 we were held at the border. So when I, when I went, I thought, you know what, I'm going to go with an open mind here. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm looking, getting the wrong news and, uh, you know, all those sorts of things. So I thought, I'm going to go with an open mind. We were held at the border for eight or nine hours. No yeah. food, no water, um, on metal chairs. Um, the uh, the Palest- we had a Palestinian origin, a girl f- whose origin was Palestinian who went with us, uh, who was forced to open her suitcase in front of everybody uh, just to, to denigrate her and put item by item through the X-ray machine, including her underwear, in front of everybody. Oh wow! Item, imagine that. Picking up your, All your, from Australia? Uh, no, so I had some guys from the UK. She was from Australia. Um, yeah, most of us were from Australia. It was two from the UK. Oh, wow. Two, I, can, yeah, I can't remember numbers now, but yeah. But she, yeah, they made her put item by item through the x-ray machine. While everyone watched. Allah. Was there any other roadblocks you had other than sort of um, you faced? Uh, once, look, once you're there, you see the realities of, you know, uh, Gunshots in the middle of the night, and waking up in the morning, and uh, she had that being carried through the streets. Wow! You know, people who, who who were innocently shot at checkpoints. Two brothers who were um, uh, fruiterers. Um, basically, they got out of the car and boom, boom. Uh, Allah. Yeah, so it's with that. With that hardships, really, like sort of inspired you to do more. Really, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you realize how lucky we are. Yeah. You know, we, we had applied for permits to enter Gaza about four months before we left because that was the goal, to go to Gaza. They wouldn't issue the permits. Knowing that you were there on a mission to help yeah. people. Yeah, when, when, we got to the, when we got to the border, it's like, uh, um, uh, why are you here? It's like we had to, to do some, some work, charity work. Okay, then sit down. What they did was they interrogated each of us about two or three times throughout the day, more than three times, and as expected... Once the border was closing, they sent someone out with a pretty big gun to give you your. It's all. It's all about intimidation. Oh, wow. So you say so you don't want to come back again. Oh wow. Mm. So. But they forget we're we're fighters. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, yeah. As as long as look at the end of the day, I think Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is the, the best of planners, and He's the one who. Like pathway, it's a pathway, yeah, and he's, he's opened the he's opened the door, and Absolutely. and of course, I think if it wasn't for the challenge, really, mm. uh, our you wouldn't be so more than that. But you wouldn't you wouldn't have that stronger focus to want to do it again. Yeah. I mean, Subhanallah, there's, there's always uh, you know some kind of wisdom behind yeah. 
the hardship, you know. Yeah. So yeah. We we always when there's hardship, you think, yeah. Where's the where's that silver lining? You know, yeah. It's, uh, surrounding this hardship, you know. That's right. Subhanallah. How many patients? When we went to Janine, uh, we saw a large volume. Like so, every day would be. Um, so you'd, you'd consult with patients, then you'd take whoever you could to, to operate on them. Oh, wow. Um, so I got to the point where the hospital was just like, the bottom floor of the hospital was like hundreds of people waiting to be seen. You couldn't see, you can't see all of them, obviously. Wow. But they all know that you're on, on that, I know we've, we've spoken personally in relation mm. to, you know, you see a, a lot of people needing help, but mm. you obviously can't, yeah. you know. Help everyone. What, what, what goes through somebody like yourself with your experience? What, what goes, what, what do you do? How do you how do you come how do you reconcile, how do you reconcile that? that? Yeah. If you help one, what is that? in the Quran? If you save one person, says if you saved all of mankind. I've come to a realization and an acceptance that you can only help so many, and if you can help one person, then you've you've, you've because at the ultimately at the end of the day. If Allah wills a person to be helped, then Allah will allow me to provide that to them. And those that don't, Allah will give them their um, their reward at some point, 100%. whether it's in the dunya or the akhirah. So it's, you know. I think it's a very interesting topic that we're touching on, pace on there, because a lot of people want to do a lot of things. Mm. And Allah's mother hasn't given them the capacity, yeah. the financial capacity to do it, but they, they stop at that and they do nothing. Yeah, that's right. And that's that's really frustrating for me because, mm. you know, you, you can. You probably can help five, yeah. ten people. You can probably help yeah. only one. Correct. But help majority – majo- Help somebody. Do, help do something. You know? Yeah, do something, yeah. yeah do something. If we but, all did a little, then that would be a lot. What, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah 100%. That, because I've noticed a lot in our community, mm. you know, we've got a lot of, uh, you know, yep. talkers, but talkers. no doers, you know what I mean? And, and they stop at that tra- – even though they're capable, like you said, helping at least one. But that goes back to the same thing about we were talking before about the young guys who, who, want to you know want, want to reach for the stars, <laughs> but they don't want to build the rocket ship first. <clears throat> yes, yeah? yes. So it's the same thing with this. But people want to achieve the big, you know, I've helped and I've done, you know, but they don't want to do the little things to help them potentially get to that point. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to be go straight yeah. to the top. top yeah. You know? Nobody wants to build the train tracks. They just want to get on the train. Train, yeah. yeah. Everyone wants to be on the bullet train. You know, understand. So, yeah. So you just got to be prepared to do whatever, which, whatever you're doing, whether it's in work or whatever else, charity. It's, there's hard yards because um, even after that, even after that mission, um, the subsequent missions which we did in Lebanon, there was challenges in every single one of those missions. The, the, the first trip we did to Lebanon to the Palestinian camps in Lebanon. We, we got to operate only on the last day. Wow. Because of the level of, of, of corruption and nepotism. Yeah. They didn't want us there, basically. The doctors that were in the villages, in the, um, in the camps, didn't want us there. Because they, 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 they um, number one, they benefit financially. SubhanAllah. Um, cutting their lunch, huh? <laughs> well, cutting their lunch. And, and, you're also, and also there's an ego. Yeah. Thing to it we as well. Know, oh, we these guys are foreigners. I think they're better doctors than us. Yeah, and instead of saying, "What can we learn from these people?" Yeah, mm. it's like you know. And so there was that scenario. And then the third, then the, the mission after that, they said, "Yeah, yeah, no, no, come back." And then they, they made it difficult again, until finally a door was opened. So by the third mission, 
So every mission gets easier and easier, you see. We could have stopped after the first one. A couple of surgeons that came with me said, I'm coming back again. But Alhamdulillah, the last day after they operated and they saw some light in the tunnel, <laughs> they came back. Then oh, we had wow. difficulties again. So, oh, wow. so most of the first trip ended up being a holiday. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I remember, uh, on one of the days, we had gone to the camp. Yeah, we, we, we've, we've lined up all the patients for you guys to operate on. It's like on the fourth day. Yeah, tomorrow. We get there, there's no one there. So then we went to the next camp. You know, it's just, it's just, so. Amazing. What about the logistics of getting equipment and like, yeah. you know, it's not like something, is that, was that uh, a challenging? Like I said to you, there's, there's, God always sends you people, right? So um, one of the surgeons I met in the UK when I was doing my training, uh, Indian brother, he went with us for the, to the first trip to Palestine. When we contacted him for the second trip to Lebanon, he said, I can't make it, but I've got a friend who'd like to come. I said, yeah, you get to get him to give me a call. This guy called me, and he came on the second trip, and this guy was just absolute dynamite. This guy here, connected to everybody. He's got people in India. He's got... So now, fundraising, bang. You need money? He finds the money. You need equipment? He finds the equipment. Love it. Yeah, so I do the logistics. The Baraka boy, we call yeah, him. Yeah, he's the mashallah, <laughs> Allah, 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 yeah. We've had them. Yeah, so, so now I look after the logistics of, of dealing with the, the locals because I'm uh, Lebanese. And he, he finds, if we need extra doctors in particular fields, bang, equipment. Subhanallah. So on the last trip, he bought bags and bags and bags of, 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 of things. Oh, wow. Then he introduced us to another brother from America who's a neurologist. Now, he's the, he's, the, he's the money man. And he didn't want to, hopefully there's some of the other doctors don't see this because he doesn't want anyone to know he's the money man. But it's like, how much money do we need? Boom. Wow. Yeah? Allah sends. So Allah just sends. And so it makes things, so although we've, 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 we've pretty much wrapped up the um, initial foundation because of the logistics of uh, compliance and all those things, now it's basically you want to come on a trip, you're, you want to come in a, a, and... Uh, provide charity, book your own plane ticket. We'll try to get accommodation sorted. Oh, wow. And, uh, and now where there's a charity we're linked to over there who helps us with some of the other logistics stuff. So just, subhanAllah, just organically, mm-hmm. sometimes without, when you're really trying, it doesn't grow. When you're not trying so hard, yeah. Allah sends you the people because he knows your intention's always been good and it just goes boom, yeah. boom, boom. I think you touched on a beautiful, just the intention. That intention. Yeah. Once it's clean, everything everything's easy. Everything comes. Yeah. Yeah, also, I think also the unity when you got the right brotherhood, yeah. the right brothers who all have the same. When you've got a the powerhouse of a of a group of people with the same intention and yeah. the same same focus, vision, oh, it yeah. makes it beautiful. Yeah. yeah, like you know, as I say, the prophet says, you know, you don't really get to know somebody until until one of the things is you travel yeah, with. Yeah, hundred percent, or do business with them. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you now, every mission I've been on, people that. And you, because some of these brothers I've never met before, they just yeah, like okay, yeah, 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 yeah. We've all gotten along like like we've known each other for thirty years. Oh wow! Yeah, and 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 things just run so beautifully. It's amazing that's because the intentions are all clear. Yes, it's yes. It's amazing how Allah Subhanahu wa Taala unites similar mindsets. Like, the hearts. Yep. I've I've seen people like Subhanallah. You think to yourself, Ooh, there aren't that many people like that. Mm. You know, you, think, you sort of sort of talk to yourself and think. You know, yeah. We can't find them, and, and out of nowhere, it's like Allahu Akbar. They come, they come out of nowhere. Like it's like 
phenomenal. Yeah. And you think, ooh, wow. And then there's another and another and another. Yeah. And, and it's just that keeping your intention straight, keeping a focus on, you know, not, not giving up. You, know, you, look, you look at, you look at um, and we've all, been, we've all had these sorts of trips where you've, we, you've gone away with some mates for two or three days, yeah? yeah? For no purpose. Just, you're going away on a break. Brotherhood. Yeah, not even brotherhood. It's like you can say brotherhood, but you're going away for for a break. Yeah, yeah. the boys, let's 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 go away two three days. At some point during that trip, when there's no when there's no purpose, there tends to be there tends to be um, some cobbling, some arguments, or somebody has a fallout with somebody else, yeah, yeah. and you lose somebody. <laughs> I've been on four 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 of these trips, and every single one of them, when there's an intention, you're all there for the same intention. It's just been it's smooth. Just, it's just, very smooth. Yeah, I totally agree. Allah bless you. Jazakallah khair. Just touching on, like, as a Muslim, you know, identity-wise, mm. you know, success with identity, I think we we all sort of struggle with that, especially our, our youth. Mm. We hear that a lot, you know. And, um, like, how is your identity as a Muslim, you know, a challenge for you? Mm. To, you know, and also, you know, has it cap- catapulted your success? Has it sort of... Uh, Made it harder for you to succeed in your field, you know, not not, not talking only in your like uh, professional field, but in your personal sort of mm. personal, yeah, uh, you know, because I think we're all struggling not only in our professional field but in sort of personal perspectives, mm. and, uh, spiritual perspectives, you know. And yeah, how has your identity sort of played a role, you know, with your success? Look, the difficulty, you know, when when I finish my surgical training, one of the common things surgeons do is they take. Potential referrers out for dinner and, and drinks, yeah, and that's how they build up their referral base, and that's obviously something I I couldn't do. Um, so that that was um, that was a challenge. That was a challenge, but you find different ways to connect with people. And uh, you know, one of, one of my colleagues says to me, who does a lot more of that schmoozing and um, probably gets more referrals than I do, but he's always very surprised at the amount of Referrals I get that actually require yeah. surgical care as opposed <laughs> to just time wasters. You know, people come through the door. You know what I mean? So a lot of sense. A lot of sense. Just, uh, just do what's right and keep the intention clear. I, I had a similar challenge when I was in the Department of Justice. Mm. I knew that I couldn't go out. Mm. So I had to focus uh, breakfast. Yeah. Nobody drinks on breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Go do breakfast. Yeah. So I did breakfast. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that was my key. It's like the key guys that I wanted to build networks with yeah. and, yeah. and build a relationship with. Hey, taking out this amazing breakfast place, uh, you know. I mean, and that was sort of my pathway because yeah. I knew my identity didn't allow me to go down these pathways. Yeah, yeah. And all the dinners is always some kind of either fornication Correct. or alcohol. That's right. And and, and 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 you know, you just kind of run away from it and, right. and because it's just a natural, it's just a standard out there, you know. Correct. And so I I sort of went to the breakfast path. Yeah, which is that's a good one. Get them before they're tipsy. They might remember the conversation. Get them fresh. Exactly yeah, right. Get them fresh. The contract. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, that's, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, so, it was one of my focus. I, and I love getting up early, so, mm. and I, you know, I, I remember a couple of guys, I said, hey, I'll ring them up. Like, you know, the head of Neighborhood Watch, I remember. Hey, this, uh, let's catch up. Go get it. Look, man, you know, okay, I'm working in this, you know, do I'm, you know, crime prevention, give me safety, I'd like to catch up. Look, man, no, nah, no, nah, don't worry about it. It's like, okay, listen, I'm shouting here breakfast, breakfast and I picked the best place, like, you know, in Melbourne, like most yeah. expensive breakfast place you can think of. Like this place was like 
in the old sort of cottage, yeah, yeah. You know, or Blackstone, you know. And it. I look in there and subhanAllah, it was an amazing relationship. Like we built a relationship through breakfast. breakfast and, yeah, yeah. and that sort of opened up a pathway. So many little things for me. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because uh, your intention was right. Alhamdulillah. And that's it. That's right. it. It comes back to intention. So, uh, I, I, I've heard of brothers who compromise themselves. They go and they... they mm. but ultimately, at the end of the day, you just see they, 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 they do lose a lot of things. Along the way. In, along the way. They lose themselves, basically. Yeah. And you see it. They, they, they try to pretend that they're happy, but you can see that they're just, uh, they're not, you know. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Allahumma barik ya Rabb. Um, thank you. Thank you for sharing these stories. I think uh, a couple of touching touching points there. I think yeah. you, can see, you see that uh, on your face, mashallah. Um, I think one more little thing. Uh, okay, undoubtedly you've been part of uh, the leadership retreat, you know, mm. in the Australia Foundation that... Uh, and Ibrahim sit on the border. Yep. Uh, uh, sort of, can you touch on some of your successes through that? Maybe you know any any stories you'd like to share that uh, can sort of also uh, give our audience uh, some kind of focus or some kind of pathway, you know, to their success. Because the ultimate goal here is uh, how do we, you know, exemplify success for them in any way so that inshallah they can see that pathway and. Mm. And try it. So any any anything from the sort of the leadership Retreats. stuff that you've done, no? I, I think the the thing that the leadership retreats uh, have really um, part of the, the main success is that the retreats have focused on getting people to really open up to themselves to understand who they really are. And what they want to achieve. I think that's what the retreats really um, bring out in those that that um, get the benefit of the retreats. Mm. So, if there's anything I could say to anybody listening, is that uh, focus on figuring out what you really want in life and who you really are. And once you um, come to that realization and you're completely honest with yourself. Honesty is the hard, like you said before, is the hardest thing to, to be completely honest with yourself. Mm. You know, we all, like I said, we all say things from our tongues, but really when you're sitting by yourself in a room looking in the mirror, <laughs> that's mm. when you're really <laughs> honest with yeah. yourself and ask yourself, really, what do I really, really want here? Yeah. Um, and do I really understand what it takes? Yeah, I think it's so true because, subhanAllah, today we had, I had a couple of managers, we had a management meeting mm. and and we're just talking. So I took one of them out and at a time and I said to him, can you write what manager A needs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. <laughs> you know, what it needs, what it needs yeah. support and, yeah. you know, growth in. And they, they had at least some, yeah. some had bloody 12, yeah. 12, <laughs> 12 uh, topics points, yeah, yeah. points, you know. Uh, and then I brought them back in, you know, and did one by one and said, not because of them, but uh, what, do you, what about yourself? And yeah. they're, they're like, far-fetched. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm perfect. You know what I mean? yeah. It's the hardest thing yeah. to reflect on yourself. Absolutely. You know, what I mean? you can you can pick you could on others. You yeah. could you know just meeting somebody. You could give yeah, you know hundred points. You know, yeah. 100 points that's you know? right. That's right. Subhanallah. No, that's the biggest challenge to critique yourself and see hundred percent and, and yeah. accept and accept accept yeah, accept, yeah, yeah, yeah. accept yeah. that these these are my deficiencies. Yeah. That's that's the the hardest. Even when people tell you these are your deficiencies, you don't want to accept them. <laughs> of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a challenge, you know. You've got to sit down and really, and really, you know, check yourself. Mm, yeah, that's, that's the hardest bit. So I think the, the retreats really help you to, to 
uncover, unmask. Yes. How about yourself? Like, how about yourself? How's it helped you? Is it, is it, is it sort of any, like from a personal perspective, how has it helped? Has it helped you in any way, any form? Absolutely, absolutely. Because it, it, uh, that particular thing about um, uh, asking yourself, staying true to yourself, I think it's made that, that um, uh, my own journey in terms of asking that myself those questions more frequently Mm-hmm. I think that's what the, the camps have allowed me to do because previously yeah, you do it, but you really wouldn't do it that often or you really wouldn't do it at a great level of depth. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I find myself doing it with a bit more depth mm-hmm. um, and doing it more frequently. And that sort of keeps you back. Sort of, it helps to pull you back all the time. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just to wrap it up, inshallah, when – um, if anybody wants to help your cause and what you do, you know, in the medical missions, mm. how, how could they help? How could we ask our audience to sort of support you in any way you can? Yeah. You do reach out, reach out directly um, mm. to me. Um, you can either I've got an email. You can find me on on the internet. It's easy enough. LinkedIn. To find. You're on LinkedIn yeah, as well. Uh, on LinkedIn, Facebook. Yeah. Just contact me directly. Don't ever, don't ever feel intimidated to contact me. Just contact me. And we'll find a way of getting getting you to to provide some sort of level of assistance. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. You know, I've got I've got a friend of mine who, uh, which you guys know, Marcel. Yes, yeah, is yes. in the building game. He came with me to Palestine, and he was an interpreter for the Indian doctor. He was, nice. it, was, it, was it was very very he was valuable, extremely valuable. So oh, wow. you know, even if you're not in the medical field, there are things yeah. you can do. By the end of the trip, he was he was doing the X-rays. <laughs> yeah, he was taking the X-rays. You know, so uh, yeah, yeah. Because, because we'll make a dog out of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's always ways of getting you involved. Yeah, that's if, awesome. that's, if that's your intention, we'll make oh, the, we'll make it. When's the next one, Doc? We'll bring it uh, July. July. Wow. So, so it's coming up soon. All booked, ready to go. Yep. All booked. And funding. How many? How many people going? Uh, we've got we've got a few coming this time actually. Um, how many we've got coming this time? I reckon it's about ten or twelve this time coming. Wow! Yeah. Some of some some of the doctors bring their their children. Like you know, they got kids in sort of fifteen, sixteen. They want them to see. Yeah, it's a quite a, quite an eye opener. An eye opener, so yeah. that they bring them. So Are you going to Palestine or Lebanon? Lebanon. Lebanon. The reason we're not going to Palestine is because the the our brothers and sisters in the West Bank are in a much better state than those in the camps. Oh wow! wow. So, oh, okay, so you've, yeah, you've yeah, realised that. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. The, but the problem is in Lebanon is the now Lebanese brothers and sisters now are in need, yeah. are, are, more, are almost in more in need <laughs> wow. than the people in the camps because oh, wow. the Palestinians get help from the uh, World Health United Nations, etc. The Lebanese are getting nothing. So, so every trip the it starts oh, to, wow. it starts. So now this trip, so last trip we got criticised for not helping the locals. Because <laughs> the locals are starting to get well, you're helping them. Yeah. They're, they're getting help. We, we, what about us? <laughs> so now this trip, there's always a, a new pathway. Isn't there's there? a new pathway. So now it's like okay, now we're opening it up even more. Oh wow, well, man! Yeah, so, well, yeah. so it just sort of it keeps Allah. the beast keeps changing, so to speak. Allah. Yeah. So Allah Alhamdulillah. So amazing, amazing. It's a, it's amazing how just touching on that. Like sometimes in life, you know, as society, we we see ourselves as they. They're the low demographics, like the Palestinian, yeah, yeah, they're in the situation. Yeah. It's part of how things can turn and you can end up even being Absolutely. worse than them. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's and right. Allah Allah says that, he says, what does he say? He said, I will bring you, uh, I'll make you a worse people than the people. Yeah. yeah. In, in, you're not thankful. Yeah. 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 yeah, you're not grateful. That's right. 
That's right. Yeah. And I'll find others. That will be yeah, the, the, you, the others that you used to mock and yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Well, I, I know, for example, with you know the you know Lebanon, they have a North Ward in each building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they have most of the buildings now in Tripoli, especially. There's they have Syrians there. Yeah, yeah. And the Lebanese traditionally have have always mocked the Syrians, but I can tell you now the North Ward, uh, for example, where my dad's uh, apartment is. He'd be, he'd be doing much better than the majority of people living in, in Tripoli wow. because his wage is still consistent. He's been saving, living at the bottom of the building for X amount of years. Yeah. Wow. So he's more comfortable now than yeah. most yeah. of the others who yeah. have always been arrogant towards him. So, yeah. Subhanallah. Isn't that amazing? That's why how quick things can change too. Yeah, though. you never, yeah. never look down on people. Never look down on people. Everyone, yeah. Everyone's born with a different set of circumstances in this life. Everyone's going to be judged according to the circumstances. So just because you've been born into into wealth, mm, yeah. it doesn't mean you're, the way you're going to be judged. Mm, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I what have you used the wealth for, you know? So. 100%. More accountability, that's all it is, really. It is, it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thanks, Doc. Thank I appreciate you, thank you coming down. Pleasure. Thanks for having yeah, me. You know, you know, you know, you're dear to us, as they say. Yes, uh, appreciate you, you coming Likewise. down and uh, sharing your beautiful story. Thank and, you. Uh, inshallah, we will be sharing this uh, through our podcast channel YouTube and every other source, inshallah. And um, I urge everyone, inshallah, if you can, to support the brother and what he does, please do so. And uh, please uh, like and share, um, uh, inshallah. And we'll be having some more absolutely amazing brothers like Dr. Amar coming on board to also share their stories. Uh, and inshallah, we find, uh, inshallah, you found the information we've uh, given you today of benefit. and. Love some comments or you know some feedback on what you guys think as well. Uh, I would love to sort of also you know um, give you further information on what you guys need. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for this great Salam. initiative. Salam.